Great Falls, a party game about murder has ended tragically with one of our premier citizens dead, Mrs. Galen Bell Simmons, the host of the party. An event attended by a who's who of our city is suspected to have been a victim of foul play. It is a terrible loss for this community. The story is still unfolding. Stay tuned to Great Falls in Western Mississippi for more updates. Oh my word, murder! Murder. 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 Starring Brenda Gibbs, Tony Daniels, Sarah Matlow, Jacob Smith, Cheyenne Reynolds, Daniel Scarantino, Anna Berlin, Courtney Fitzgerald, Karen Butler, Stephanie Savisco, Nathan Williamson, Riven Stanley, Tom Sheehan, Michelle Blair, Amelie Ostag, Donna Mavity, and Travis Young. Murder. Murder. Murder! 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 Thursday, October 29th, 1987. Entire party of murder game in holding cell. Names as follows. Henry Greenford, local attorney and best friend of the victim. Lawton Simmons, victim's husband. Ellie Mae Rawls, niece of the victim. Ray Rawls, husband to Ellie Mae. Ann Stockard, housekeeper and assistant to the victim. Sue Beth Dixon, friend of the victim. Wyatt Lawrence III, family friend, Harrison Bell, stepson to the victim, Estella Bell, ex-wife of Harrison, Sebastian St. Vincent, friend and event consultant, Susan Fleming, editor of the Gazette, Haley Louise Green, intern at the Gazette. Pity Carmichael, widow of beloved Baptist pastor. Hetty Laws, local librarian. Adeline Crumquat, guest of honor, famous author. That is quite a collection. This should be interesting. We'll get started with the husband. Right this way, Mr. Simmons. Interviewing the first suspect in Bell Simmons' murder. Suspect? I would never kill my love, my wife, my world. State your name for the record and relationship to deceased. All right, all right. Just give me one second to collect myself. I am Lawton Simmons, husband to Galen, the love of my life. It is my understanding that you were in attendance at the event this evening. Well, of course I was in attendance. I was the co-host, for Lord's sake. Or at least 
the spouse of the host. I am trying to interview everyone present to determine the events of the evening, as well as their history with the deceased. Well, which would you like first? Well, how about you choose? Fine. The party. Well, it all started about a month ago. Lawton. Lawton. Lawton? Yes, hon. Uh, did I hear you calling? Yes. I had to try three times. Where were you? What if this was an emergency? I was just upstairs, honey bunches, watching the TV. It was that Love Connection show. You know, that Chuck Woolery's just my favorite, and... No matter. Look what I got in the mail today. Ooh, look. Clearwater Beach. My sugar, do you remember that's where we had our honeymoon three years ago? Ooh, and we had those yummy cocktails down on the pier. Yes, Lawton, I was there. I remember. Look at who this is from. I'm beside myself. Let me see that card again. Oh, my word. Adeline. Adeline Crumquat. Why, we haven't seen her since... Exactly. Not since Harrison had that unfortunate misunderstanding. She certainly set the cop straight on that little issue, thank the Lord. Did she say anything exciting? Is she writing another book or on another exciting case? She said that she's coming here. She said there's someone here that she's intrigued about. Oh, my. I bet it's that heady laws. You know, these people go up north for a fancy education and get up to no good. Oh, but she's always been sweet. And you know she was homecoming queen here at the high school before... Well, but she did go away to that Harvard place. I just don't know why Ole Miss wasn't good enough for her. She would have been a sure fit for Capitalta there. She's a legacy after all. Of course, could be any number of people. Estella's pretty mysterious and exotic. And who? knows about that Susan Fleming. Why on earth would a former New York Times reporter take a job back down here in Great Falls? I'm telling you, Lawton, there's a secret there. You don't think she wants to find out more about, uh, well, you know. Lawton, you don't mean Earl, but that's ancient history at this point. May he rest in peace. And she knows that I was cleared of all those stupid charges against me. That is the past. And it's not like it was ever proved that he was dead anyway. I don't have to tell you, Billy Allen. You're on the record, Mr. Bell Simmons. Oh, sorry. Old habits. But I don't have to tell you, Sergeant Mack, about that unfortunate time when everyone thought that my beautiful and kind wife had knocked off her old man Earl. Well, when really between you and me, I think he just run off and found him a new lady somewhere. My poor Galen. She was so gentle. She wouldn't hurt a fly. What a mess. Let's try to stay focused on the current matter. We can talk more about that later. 
You're so right. Where was I? Oh, Lord, yes. So, so we were interrupted by my wife's assistant, housekeeper, world fixer, and stalkered. You know, Billy Allen, I'm sorry, Sergeant, that woman has always frightened me. It's that confident way she tilts her chin when she talks to you. And that rapid but silent way she enters a room. She's too capable for my liking. Almost seems not even human, if you ask me. Galen, I'm sorry to interrupt you and Mr. Lawton during your morning coffee, but I wanted to let you know that your niece is on her way over. She just telephoned me. Oh, joy of joys. Must need yet another loan. Why she doesn't just leave that no-good husband of hers is beyond me. She'll be here in roughly three minutes. I was just going to put out a few of those peach pastries you like so much. Oh, no. But then she'll just want to stay longer. Oh, I suppose it's fine. Uh, Anne, uh, do you know who Adeline Crumquad is? Have you heard us talk about her? And do you know the most extraordinary thing happened? Anne Stockard, the most unflappable human on the planet, froze as though she'd seen the very devil himself and quite dropped the pastry she was holding on the floor. It was extraordinary. Oh, I'm so sorry. How clumsy of me. Now, how did that happen? Anne, you must be more careful. Are you all right? Oh, there are still several left in there. Yes, yes, I just... Well, I don't know what came over me. Now, isn't that the, the mystery writer? But she has a different pen name, is that correct? Yes. She writes under the pen name Cecile Delacroix. It's French. I do love how European it sounds. Don't you, Lawton? Oh, honey, you know me. I just adore anything French. Well, anyway, she's coming here to Great Falls, and she's going to stay with me. Who knows? Maybe I'll even make it into the pages of her next book. That's so exciting. Did she say why she was coming? She's trying to ferret out the truth about a suspicious person in our midst. Who would you guess it would be, Anne? We've already hazarded a few. Oh, uh, I would hate to speculate. But I'd have to say, uh, Wyatt. Wyatt? But he's a Lawrence. Well, they're the pillars of our community. You mean they were? Yes, well, it was never proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that his daddy was the one that killed them all. Maybe it was Wyatt. No, but it was all so sad. I feel so terrible. They were a lovely family. Oh, Lawton, stop being so naive. They were as corrupt as they come. Even if Wyatt's daddy did not kill his family, he was still mentally unhinged. I would say the apple may not fall far from the proverbial tree. Galen had this irritating, I guess I shouldn't say irritating, but this habit of just putting me down, especially when she had an audience. Well, that's what I get for marrying a strong woman. It was my cross to bear. Well, not anymore. Oh, and and I will miss it every day. How very blessed I was to have that powerful and wonderful woman in my life for the past five years. Let me get back. Where was I? You said they were a lovely family. 
and Miss Galen Bell Simmons responded with, Oh, Lawton, don't be so naive. Oh, yes, th- thank you for clarifying. Well, just at that moment, Ellie May arrived. You know, that woman always turns up like a bad penny. She looked like she'd been worrying all night. Bags under her eyes, that curly hair all wild. Galen hates, hated, when she'd go around town looking like she was dragged backwards through a swamp. Anyway, she said, someone say something about apples? I just happened to bring y'all some that Ray picked from our next door neighbor's yard. Well, I sure hope he asked them if it was all right this time. Well, they're not in the best shape. Maybe I can put them in a cobbler. Thank you, LME. Hey ho, neighbors. Hope y'all will forgive my barging in without knocking. Oh, why change the habits of a lifetime? What's that? <laughs> Do nothing. Mr. Greenfold, can I get you a cup of coffee, anything? Oh, now, I would hate to impose, but I would love one of those fancy Italian ones you make so well and with the froth and the sprinkles on top. (laughs) Henry Greenford was entirely too comfortable with my wife. He was your neighbor and Miss Bill Simmons' attorney, is that correct? And would-be husband. If you ask me, he never got over his high school crush on her. But he was too much of a coward to admit it, so instead he just made himself indispensable. He always stood a little too close to her, too, and watched her whenever she was in a room. I told Galen, but she told me I was jealous. She liked to think I was jealous of everyone. It made her feel good. Anyway, Henry made himself comfortable, as he always did. Lawton! Didn't you tell me you had to run an errand? Why, I certainly did not, Henry. Ah, must have misunderstood. Galen, after I have my coffee, perhaps we could take a walk downtown to my office together. I got the information that you had requested. Ooh, what information? Anything juicy? Private information, Ellie. Don't be so tacky. I can't believe a niece of mine would have such bad manners. You must have picked that up from your no-good husband. Oh, don't start on Ray again, Aunt Galen. You know he's been doing better. He's trying his best. I'm sorry that Shreveport gig didn't work out. I had hoped it would be a good fit. Did I hear that he had quite a sizable win down in Biloxi the other week? He did. But you know how hard things are all over right now. Actually, Aunt Galen, can I have a chat with you before you and Henry take your walk? It shouldn't take too long. Ellie, I am tired of being your personal bank. If you and Ray can't get it together, then I don't think... Just a second, Lawton. I'm sorry, I asked not to be interrupted. Ellie May, I am in an interview here. Oh my gosh, I am so, so sorry, Billy Allen. I'm just so exhausted and I know you want our statements. I was just wondering if I could just sneak in here and give mine real fast, then I can take a nap. I promise I won't go anywhere. (laughs) By nap, she probably means to sleep off once she drank at dinner. Lawton, what did you say? Oh, I just said I need a drink after the events of that dinner. Oh, bless your heart, me too. If it's all right with you, I'm going to go ahead and get Mrs. Rawls' statement, and I'll catch back up with you in a moment. Don't go.
go anywhere. I'll stick close. Thanks. Mm. Mrs. Rawls, you're so formal, Billy Allen. I kind of like it. <laughs> that, that's enough. Now, please state your full name and your relationship to the deceased. Oh, all right. If you want to play it that way, I'm Mrs. Ellie Mae Rawls, niece to Galen. Thank you. Can you state to me your account of what happened this evening? Am I? Am I a suspect? Yes, Mrs. Rawls. All of y'all in attendance at the event are. That's why I have y'all here. Oh, my word. Well, I want to state that of course I didn't do it. And I'm just so sad that this happened because it was such a fun dinner before, I mean, well, you know. Well, it was at the Country Club, the Magnolia Club, if we are going to be formal. Do you know it looks just darling since they renovated the clubhouse area? I just think that it was such a great use of those funds. You know that Galen and I helped with that. Though, of course, they never put my name on it. Not since I became a Rawls. Does that upset you? Why, of course it does. I was born and raised in this town. My family helped to found it for Lord's sake. But because I'm married to someone who isn't good enough for those close-minded snobs, led by my blessed aunt, might I add. Are you recording all this? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Well, as I was saying, the country club looks just wonderful, and Galen had outdone herself with the theme. It was all supposed to be a murder mystery dinner thing, all in honor of Miss Crumquap. Such an eccentric woman. Is that the word? She has those thick glasses and always seems to be looking at you so intensely. It's like she has x-ray vision or something. It made me feel weird, which threw my aunt into a tizzy 100%. Anyway, she arrived just as we were all getting finished setting up. Sebastian St. Vincent had been holding court all during setup, telling everyone how to make the place look less Mississippi tacky. Galen always relied on him as her advisor on anything she thought should be cultured or classy. I never really understood why. I think he's full of it. Anyway, Adeline showed up before it was all perfect. That threw my aunt into a tailspin. Goodness, Adeline, you're early. I wasn't expecting you until closer to six this evening when we could have a cocktail. Would you believe that my flight ran early? When does that ever happen? And then the taxi just brought me right here and I thought I could jump in and help you with whatever is needed. Well, we are so glad. And you look wonderful. Why, it's been too long. But you haven't aged even a day. I think you are too kind. I often catch a glimpse of my reflection and wonder who that old woman is staring back at me. Oh, my dear. I sometimes feel the same. But then, I think how Lawton looks at me. And use him as my mirror. You just need to catch yourself a younger husband. They work wonders for the soul. Oh, where are my manners? This is the most essential person in the success of this dinner. And my right-hand man... Miss Delacroix, I've read all your books. I just love your uniquely European way of viewing the world. I myself was born in Paris, you know. Well, you're too kind. That's simply my pen name, though. 
My publisher thought that having an exotic name would make my book seem more highbrow. <laughs> Can't say that it's helped, to be honest. I'm Adeline Crumquat. Sebastian St. Vincent, it's a pleasure. As I said, I have simply devoured all your books. How do you think of so many wonderful plots? Oh, well, they're oftentimes based on people I've known. Oh, how delicious. I wonder if we will be able to spot some of our neighbors in the next one. I would so enjoy getting to guess who was who. Adeline, I do hope you'll forgive if I'm not the best hostess. There's so much left to do. Uh, Ellie Mae, where are those white tablecloths? I need them now. She is always bossing me around like that. And you notice she didn't introduce May to her guest of honor and I'd been busting my butt for her all day. I just hate it. And I meant to get the stupid tablecloths on the tables earlier, but then I ran into her in the hallway. Who is her? Sue Beth Dixon, that's a <clears throat> I mean, Miss Dixon and I have some differences in opinions. And I hate that she's been accepted to the country club when me and Ray still can't get our names even on the list. I think she's been sleeping with the people on the membership committee. She sleeps with everyone else. Anyway, I'd been trying to get the tablecloths when I heard her voice. Oh, hey, Ellie Mae. You look like you're just running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Bless your heart. What are you doing here, Sue Beth? I didn't know you were helping Aunt Galen with this. Well, you know that since I joined the club, I've just jumped right in with both feet. So I volunteered to help Galen with any of her events. It keeps me busy. <laughs> yes, I was surprised that they let you join the club. I had heard that they weren't accepting new members. Oh, well, you know, I am real good friends with Wyatt, and he put in a good word for me. You and Wyatt Lawrence III are close? I didn't know. Well, I've always felt he was just such a lonely man. Speaking of which, How's your husband? Ray is doing just fine. Why? Did y'all manage to get that loan from your aunt? I know he told me it's been so tough on both of you since he was fired. And that thing in Biloxi blowing up in his face too. I feel so bad for y'all. I don't see how that's any of your business. And when exactly were you talking to my husband? Oh, I don't know. Must have been the other day. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Sue Beth. I, I didn't see you there. I'm so clumsy. I was glad that Hetty Lyle showed up right when she did, so I didn't have to clock Sue Beth for sneaking around with my husband again. Oh, I can't stand her, you know. I don't trust a woman who's unmarried after the age of 22. I know it's the 80s and we're supposed to be independent and what have you, but it's not natural. It's not. I've always liked Hetty. Hey, didn't you used to date her like back in the 10th grade? Please, just try and stick to the subject at hand. My love life is not under investigation at the moment. You sure do take yourself serious these days, Billy Allen. I'm not sure it's a good look, but it sure does make you seem powerful. You were saying about Miss Laws? Well, you know we were at school together. With you. And I've always liked her. She had so much going for her. What with being homecoming queen and all, plus dating Wyatt her senior year, and that was all before the tragedy with his daddy. 
killing everyone, I mean. But then she just wanted to go and study some weird history thing. Anthropology. Yeah, that was it. And her being Miss Great Falls, too. If things hadn't worked out with Wyatt, there was a whole list of eligible men waiting to ask her out. And you know she hasn't been the same since she came back. Always looks like she's afraid of her own shadow. It's sad. And she sure was running away from someone or something coming down the hallway like that. Like a bat out of hell, I mean. Sue Beth, are you all right? I'm so sorry. Of course, I'm fine. No need to be sorry. Where have you been? I was wanting you to help me set up the table tents with the murder clues on them. Galen sent me to find you. She's on the war path. Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I was trying to find... Never mind, it's silly. Go on. Well, I had met Miss Crumb quite a long time ago at college, and I had her sign one of her books for me. I've read her books for just about as long as I can remember. She's sort of a hero to me. Oh, I love them, too. Nothing to be embarrassed about. The way she always lets you feel like you know the characters, and then... Bam! It's always the ones you like the most that ends up being the killer. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. It's odd because I hear she bases them off of people she knows. She must have been around a lot of murderers. <laughs> oh, Harrison Bell. Why, hello. Hetty, I was trying to catch up with you back there, but you were moving too fast. Why, Harrison, I thought you were in Venezuela somewhere. When did you get back? My cousin, Harrison Bell. You know he's always here, there, and everywhere buying stuff for that business of his. Still, he seems to do well at it. So he won't need any money left to him by Aunt Galen. Though his ex-wife sure takes a lot of it from him. None of us can believe Estella stayed on here in Great Falls instead of going back to Brazil or wherever she's from. Not after he did. Well, I don't need to tell you what he did to her. But back to the money. I think he'd want it out of spite. You know, he was Earl's son, so not a whole lot of love for my aunt. Though he sure kisses up to her all the time. Oh, kissed up, I mean. Sorry. Anyway. Oh, I got back late last night and I found this in my mail. These invites are something else, huh? Galen always does go all out, that's for sure. Ahem. Mrs. Galen Bell Simmons invites you to solve a murderously fun mystery. Dinner will be served with a special guest and a side of death. <gasps> Don't miss it. So, I saw it was being held down here, saw all the cars, and I thought say I'd just say hey. I hear the special guest is that author woman that Galen always brags on about knowing. Cecile Delacroix. She's the best. Her real name is Adeline Crumquat, but you know that. Didn't she help you that one time when you were doing... Oh, Miss Crumquat. Yes, yes, we, we've certainly met. She's one of my heroes. One of the reasons that I became a librarian, I mean. Hetty. That woman has a lot to answer for then, locking a beautiful woman like you away in a library. <laughs> well, I'm not locked away. I do get out to get my food reviews and such done. 
Speaking of which, I better get going if I'm going to have time to help you with those table tents. I have a deadline for a review on the stuffed pickle due today. You know Miss Fleming is a stickler for deadlines. I'll see y'all at the dinner. Sue Beth, are you coming to help me? Sure thing. Bye, Harrison. Ellie Mae, will I get to see Ray this evening? If you look right next to me, you will. She's quite a woman. I think she's a tramp. A tramp? Oh, I don't think so. Say, what's that? What's what? Right there, by your feet. Hold on, I'll grab it. I realized then that old Harrison may be sweet on Hetty, because he would surely agree with me on my assessment of Sue Beth. And good luck to Harrison trying to date anyone in this town with Estella still lurking around. She's got that jealous streak like a Mack truck. What did Harrison pick up? Huh? Oh, off the ground? It was weird. It was just this little scrap of paper that fell out of Hetty's hand. It was a list of birds in the Great Falls for the year of 1957. Hmm. Come to think of it, that's the year I was born. Just like Hetty and, well, you too, right, Billy Allen? What in the world is that racket? Stay here. I'll go and see. I sure won't. I want to know what's going on, too. Fine. Come on. You no good son of a... Get your hands off me, Ray. Get out of my face. And what will you do about it, rich boy, if I don't? Harrison, make them stop. They're being so loud and scary. We've all been through too much to deal with this. Don't tell me what to do, Estella. I can see this isn't acceptable. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen! Oh, thank you. Now, Mr. Ray Rawls, you go sit over there while your wife talks to Billy Allen. And you, Mr. Wyatt Lawrence III, will you go sit over there next to Miss Sue Beth? Oh, sure, Henry. Put the poor little rich boy next to her. That's enough out of you, Ray. Ah, uh, look. Here is your wife and our esteemed officer of the law. Evening, Sergeant Mack. Ellie. Ray, are you all right? Oh, my Lord, do you have a black eye? I'm fine, Ellie Mae. Stop fussing. Don't make a scene. Don't make a scene? You're the one who's punching White's lights out, and I'm the one making a scene? I gave him a shiner, didn't I? He wasn't punching my lights out. Billy Allen, excuse me. Sergeant Mack, we are so glad to have you among us once more. I have... As you can see, taking charge of the situation, despite my own very real feelings of grief over the loss of my beautiful friend Galen. <laughs> oh, I think old Henry Greenford there felt the loss of Galen quite a few years before tonight. I heard that, Sebastian St. Vincent. You need to show some respect in this time of loss. No one needs your sick little sense of humor right now. Galen was very good to you, taking you from nothing. I am so, so sorry, Henry. I was just saying how long y'all been neighbors and friends. I know how tragic this is for you. Can't we all stop arguing? 
what are we gonna do? Galing was like, the mother I never had. Oh, I'm distracted about all of this. Estella, your mother is alive and well. You run hundreds of dollars a week on my phone bill talking to her. You must be so, so glad that I'm not a burden on you anymore. Well, you're still costing me. But emotionally, I do enjoy the reprieve. Estella, maybe Galen left you a little something in her will. I know she always felt so badly for how Harrison ran off and- Sebastian, don't. We should be respectful. Sergeant Mack, Susan Fleming, editor of the Great Falls Gazette, here's my card. We've spoken on the phone, but I don't believe we've had the honor of meeting as yet. May Haley Louise and I be excused, please? This has created quite a sizable headline for the Gazette, and at least one of us needs to go and top it up to share for tomorrow. Haley has done such the best job as my intern. I am so impressed with her. It's all so exciting. I mean, I... I am sorry for y'all because I know she was just a great lady, but can y'all imagine a murder right here in Great Falls? Haley Louise, you are a sweet child, but you should know that there have been several murders here in the last 20 years or less. In fact, many people here were involved. Some would say firsthand. Sebastian, you don't know anything about my family. You may be the darling of all these country club women, but you were never welcome in my house. And why wasn't you welcome? Uh, no, Haley Louise, that will not be a story for you this evening. I think you can keep yourself busy enough by just focusing on the death we've experienced in the past two hours. I'm afraid I can't allow you to leave, Mrs. Fleming. I do have a typewriter in that corner that you're welcome to use, but wait, are, are we all here? Now, where is Mrs. Carmichael? Well, I could have sworn she was just here. I can go and look for her, if you like. Look, I gave the strictest instructions that none of y'all would leave. I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but all of y'all are suspected of murder. I am keeping this local and civil out of respect for our friendships with each other, but this is murder, and if y'all can't listen, I'll have to get ugly. Mr. Greenford. If you could find Mrs. Carmichael and return her to this holding, to this lobby, I would be greatly appreciative. Now, Ellie Mae, I mean Mrs. Rawls, let's finish your interview. Do I have to? I would prefer to stay with my husband, for his safety, I mean. Well, I would offer to resume my interview, but I'm afraid I'm just too overwrought right now. I'll come give you my statement. I'd rather get it over with anyway. Fine. Right this way, if you please, Mr. Lawrence. State your full name and relationship to the victim. Wyatt Lawrence III, family friend. Uh, can you tell me about the events of the evening? Look, Billy Allen, can we just talk as friends? That thing is freaking me out a bit. Right not. You are here, after all, in an official capacity. If you can just give me your account. Fine. I see how it is. All right, well, I was invited to attend the dinner with a side of death event, so I attended. The chicken was good, and the host ended up dead. May I go now? I'm going to need a little more detail than that. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a rosemary-glazed roasted chicken with a side of sweet potato souffle and green bean casserole. Uh, delicious. 
Better? Wyatt, I don't know what about this is a joke to you, but a woman is dead. A woman we've both known all our lives. Now, if you don't comply with me, I'll be forced to think you're obstructing justice and throw you in that barred cell downstairs for the night. All right, chill a little bit. This cop thing has really turned you into a jackass. Can't believe you treat me this way. Our mamas grew up together. <laughs> yes, and my mama loved working for your family her whole life. Save the sentimentality, Wyatt. Now, I'm turning this recorder back on, and I want to hear your testimony. Fine. Mind if I smoke? I wasn't too thrilled about having to attend yet another event at the Magnolia Club. I get tired of all of our society women, if I'm honest. And I'm counting Sebastian St. Vincent in those ranks, too. Oh, Wyatt. I didn't expect to see you here. Have you seen the tablecloths I found? Aren't they divine? Well, technically I commissioned Harrison to get them for me when he went to Italy last month on one of his little trips, but still. Aren't they gorgeous? Are they stabbing each other with forks? Yes. Isn't it just perfect for the theme? Lot and Galen are just thrilled with them. Have you seen Subeth today? No. Why do you ask? No reason. Oh, hey there, Miss Pity. Sebastian, what? Oh, I'm just tired out, boys. You know, I would never speak a bad word about anyone, least of all one of my bestest friends in the entire world. Well, I'd rather step on my own bottom lip. Galen has just run me ragged this morning. I have been out to the Kmart looking for specific heavy-duty paper napkins. I had my woman's grip going out there looking for specific heavy-duty paper napkins. Oh, Miss Pity, I nixed the paper napkin idea. I guess no one told you. I'm sorry. No one ever tells me anything these days. Not since my poor husband passed. Oh, I just can't seem to get going anymore so hard now that the reverend is gone and i still have so many duties and committees at the church yes yes it is all too much white i haven't seen you since the funeral last month you need to stop in and check on me more often we are just about the only kin we have left i always forget y'all are related but, Miss Pity, don't you have two children of your own? They both left me. Shepherd went off to Georgia and just stayed down in Athens or someplace after... Well, and Missy, well, she's just caught up in that New York City life. And I don't like to drive, and it is too far for the Greyhound. You could fly. Oh, no. To be so close to the Lord to see his eyeballs, flying will be saved for the angels, like my dear Leroy. Penny Carmichael's always reminded me of a little bird. She just hops from subject to subject like a sparrow in a bath. I know she was my mother's aunt, but Lord, she drives me nuts. She also says the most inopportune things. 
Have y'all heard about the special guest? Isn't it exciting? You know she only writes books based on real events. And she told me that there's someone here that intrigues her. That means someone is suspicious in writer speak. Well, we all know who that is, don't we? Oh, of course. I have no idea. You tell him, Miss Pity. Well, it's obviously Lawton. He is so mysterious. None of us know who he really is, and all his charm doesn't cover up the fact that it is so obvious that he married poor Galen for her money. I always said that she should have just stuck to good old Henry, but she had to marry that no-good Earl and then get taken in by a much younger man. Oh, I do feel sorry for her. Oh, hello, Haley Louise. What are you writing there? Haley Louise, does that Susan Fleming have you taken notes on us again for the Great Falls Revealed column, aka the shame section of the paper? Oh, Sebastian, <laughs> that was just that one little time. Anyway, this this is something else. Uh, I've I've taken up po uh, poetry. <laughs> poetry. And I suppose you are inspired by all you see around you and just have to write it all down. Naturally. There's so many inspirational things around you if you just stay quiet and watch. Well, the good Lord knows that staying quiet has never been my strong suit. I just seem to have so many thoughts and they just pop right out of my mouth. My husband always told me to close my mouth and count to ten, but I'd never even get to start. The thought was just too exciting. It has always gotten me in trouble. Well, I remember when I was in the fourth grade, there were these... Well, it's so good to see y'all, but, but I do need to go check in with Lawton and Galen. See y'all tonight. So... Then you headed back to find Mr. and Mrs. Bell Simmons? Well, not exactly. You see, I head out to the porch to grab a smoke break real quick when I ran into an old friend. Shoot. Oh, oh, hey. Hey, Wyatt. I didn't know anyone was out here. Hey, Hattie. Haven't seen you in a hot second. How you been doing? You sneaking out to have a smoke, too? Oh, Lord, no. I quit before I came home. Got that new nicotine gum. Now I'm sort of addicted to that instead, but at least no more cigarettes. Good for you. I tried that gum once, but just made me want a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you doing out here? Oh, um... Well, I just realized I had to make a phone call, and it's dark in there, so I came out to look for a quarter in my purse. Any luck? Not so far. How are you liking being home? Home? Huh. I guess it is home, isn't it? Doesn't feel that way to me anymore. Of course this is home. You are a golden child. Smartest, most beautiful girl in the whole county. Wow. <laughs> that seems like a lifetime ago, to be honest. Oh, listen to me, being so self-pitying. What's wrong with me? I have a career I love, and I got an education most people can only dream of. You sure did. 
Harvard. I remember being so proud of you. Though back then you thought you would go. And you told me I had to. Not to squander, squander the, the opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> Man, I sure was a wise idiot back then. Should have made you go to Ole Miss with me. Probably be married with at least a dozen kids by now. Wyatt, I... Oh, don't look so anxious, Billy Allen. I'm not going to recount a tawdry love scene for you. Though I do wish there had been one, if I'm honest. Well, I don't have to tell you what a fine woman Hetty Laws is. You know, almost as well as me. Please, stick to the subject at hand, Mr. Lawrence. So, no love scene had the chance to be created or explored. We were interrupted by a tantrum. Yes, a tantrum of epic proportions. Ah! Wyatt, can I bomb a smoke from you? Oh, hello, Hetty. Ah, Dios mío, why does this woman do this to me? Por qué? Why? I have been nothing but obedient, supportive, helpful, caring. Here's a sig for you. What's the matter, Estella? What woman are you talking about? Galen. Oh, I just hate her. La odio, Dios mío. She has spent all day bussing me around and having me run all over the city to try and find ridiculous items for decoration. And I gave her my beautiful handmade tablecloths that I made with my own two hands, mind you. When I was married to her no-good stepson, Harrison El Burro. Do you know what she shows instead? Angels stabbing each other with forks. You're kidding. No! He's not kidding, Hetty. That woman, she's beyond controlling. I am smart, beautiful, passionate, espectacular. I am the most exciting thing that's ever happened to her family or this town. No offense. But she just, oh, I could scream, la mato. I could kill her, her and her smug face. Oh. Well, it is an invitation to dinner and a death, so maybe it's not your chance. Wyatt, goodness. Stella, there you are. Galen is looking for you. The guest of honor is here early, and we are so far from being ready. Hetty, you want to come in and help, too? Oh, I, I have to make a quick phone call, and Sue Beth and I are working on table tents. I have read all of her books, you know. Oh? Yes. She's a wonderful writing. Ay, que bello. The one in the cruise ship? That's my favorite. Oh, you mean where the chef ended up killing everyone through the tainted octopus? Yes, wasn't that amazing? I did not see that coming at all, para nada. I wonder which chef it was she based that on. What do you mean? It's well known that she writes based on people she knows. I think we all need to stop saying that. I am sure she has a great imagination. No one can possibly know that many people with secrets. Oh, come on now, Miss Anne. We all got secrets. Even you, I'm sure. I do not. What? I thank you to not bring that up to me. Ever again. But I was just joking. Are we clear? You need to come with me now. Galen is stressing and you know how she gets. Hetty, please do go get those table tents done and then come on. What? Aren't you supposed to be doing... Something? Well, that was... Something? I've never seen her so uptight. 
She is just an extension of Her Royal Highness Galen. Oh, well, I am done with the cigarette. I might as well go back in. Permiso, Dio mio, give me strength. Oh, hello, Susan. There you are, Estella. Anne is on the warpath. Yes, see, see, see. I'm going. Yes. She found me already. Oh, bye. Susan, your intern, Haley Louise. Did y'all want to smoke? Just me? All right. Yes, Haley Louise has been a godsend. Such a fast learner. She certainly does seem to be ambitious. She seems to write down every word people say. Says it's for poems. <laughs> is that what she said? That girl is a card, I tell you. I used to be just like her. Yes, many years ago I used to write down conversations right as they happened. Now, of course, I've worked on what they call eidectic memory. I just remember anything that anyone has ever said to me. I thought eidetic memory was image-based. Oh, in most cases that is for sure a fact. Well, I've been told I have a very rare brain, so I just trained it to be eidectic about conversations. I'm dead letter perfect. It makes writing so much easier. I guess it failed you when there was that issue with Harrison. When you published those, well, we can call them mistakes. That was a misunderstanding. My memory is flawless. Galen is just as touchy as she can be about things. She really didn't need to get old Henry to sue me for libel. But y'all know how Galen is. Whatever she wants, she just takes. Yes, she just takes it. Any of y'all seen Ellie Mae? Not lately, I sure haven't. I thought she was in the main dining room helping with those tablecloths. Those things are going to give me nightmares. Thank God. I'll just stick out here with y'all for now then. Ray, I thought I'd heard you found some work over in Shreveport. Oh, I did for a time. Then the foreman and I had a little disagreement. Can I get one of them smokes from you? Oh, certainly. Um, a disagreement, you say? Careful, Ray. Miss Fleming has just been telling us about her eidetic memory that she used to remember entire conversations perfectly. Oh, don't you worry about me, Mr. Big Shot. I'm ashamed of the words I say. Well, yeah, a disagreement. I wanted to go see a man about a business proposition, and he could only meet when I was supposed to be at work. Nothing ventured, nothing gained, I like to think. So I took that business meeting. And I think it should lead to something pretty exciting down the pipeline here shortly. Where have I heard this before? You know what, Wyatt? Some of us aren't born into old fancy families, and we have to hustle a little bit. Don't bring my family into this. Wyatt, let's go inside. I, I should make that call. Oh, so you're siding with your old boyfriend again, are you, Eddie? Well, no surprise there. I'll be sure to tell Sue Beth about that, Wyatt. Leave the women out of this, Ray. Man, I hate this town. All of you hypocrites. All of your lives entwined in all the secrets. I'd do anything to skip out on this stupid dinner with ridiculous Galen pulling everyone's strings as she always does. Oh, but I'm sure that you have to be here. Probably need a loaner for whatever your latest business venture is, right?
Uh, hold that thought. Sergeant Mack, I don't believe we've been properly introduced. I'm Adeline Cromquite. I was the guest of honor at the dinner this evening. It's very nice to meet you, Miss Crumquite. I am in the middle of an interview. Would you mind if I complete the... Oh, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Sergeant, but I'm afraid we have a little problem out here. Well, what's wrong? What is it? Well, there's the lady that we have been looking for. The one you wanted to have here. Mrs. Pity Carmichael? Yes, well, I hate to put this so bluntly, but I just went into the lady's restroom and I found her. Wonderful. Please make sure she gets a cup of coffee and then sits tight with everyone else. Oh, I I'm sorry. I'm being unclear again. I'm afraid that won't be possible. You see? She's dead.